joining us for the St. John's Classical Academy broadcast, coming to you from Fleming Island, Florida, where we are building intelligent, virtuous American citizens. I'm Matt Johnson, your host. The senior thesis is the capstone of a classical education. This year, our first senior class blazed the trail for all other scholars to follow. Overall, I was impressed with the theses and how each senior defended their paper. With us today is Mrs. Angie Castile, who taught the senior class to include senior thesis. She spent many hours grading drafts and, quite honestly, prodding a few scholars to stay on schedule. Mrs. Castile, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Uh, now, you teach middle school composition, ninth grade logic and rhetoric, and 12th 12th uh, grade modern literature, I've got to ask you, do you have much free time? No, not really. But I love my job, and I believe in the mission of the school, so I feel like it's worthwhile effort. Okay, well, please share with us what you learned most from the senior thesis process this year. Honestly, the most important thing I learned is how well Hillsdale's curriculum prepares these seniors to analyze a work and to make an argument about its message. Um, classes like composition, logic, rhetoric, and philosophy lay a foundation upon which the history and literature classes that they take really beautifully builds throughout the four years of high school. And by their senior year, these scholars carry around a body of knowledge that is broad and deep. Um, writing the 10-page thesis gives them the opportunity, and I would even say the privilege, to probe this knowledge. And then they get to defend the thesis in front of a panel of adults, intelligent adults, who ask tough questions. The defense allows them to showcase their knowledge for others, and most importantly, I believe, for themselves. Um, I truly believe that a precious gift we can give our young people is to set a difficult task before them and give them resources to tackle it so that they move through the world knowing what they're capable of. Okay, well, thank you. And, and I know it was a difficult task for many, but thank you for um, guiding our seniors through this process. You're welcome. Also with us today are three seniors who recently defended their thesis. First, we have Megan Gardner. Hi, Megan. Hi. Uh, so, Megan, uh, I hear that you are going to college this fall. Go ahead and tell us, where, where are you going to college? I'm going to go to Liberty University. Okay. Are you excited about that? I'm very excited. Well, I'll just tell you, I have two daughters who graduated from Liberty University, and so that I'm excited for you and uh, I do love that school. What, what is your major? Um, right now I'm planning on majoring in chemistry, but I'm keeping an open mind. Oh, so. that's great. Well, I hope you enjoy that experience. Thank you. Um, so let me ask you, Megan, you have an interesting story because you came to the school your senior year. Could you tell us about how you chose your work and found your thesis statement? Well, I met with Ms. Cosme and Mrs. Castile in the first week of school, and they advised me to pick a relatively short book so that I could read it and form a thesis statement in time. I already had a copy of Frankenstein at home, and it was on the list of books we could choose from, so that's why I chose Frankenstein. Um, one of the main things I noticed in the novel was the misery that Victor Frankenstein experiences, so I decided to find the source of that misery and that's how I ended up with the topic of my thesis, which is that unbridled, unbridled ambition leads to misery. 
Okay. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed yours, and I enjoyed that book. I read it this year, and really so impressed with, with that novel. Well, thank you for sharing. Next, we have Lauren Sawyer joining us. Hi, Lauren. Hello. Now, where are you going to college? I'm going to Cotty College. And where is Cotty College? Nevada, Missouri. All right, so heading out to Missouri, and are you excited about it? Yes, very. <laughs> uh, well, we're excited for you. And what is your major going to be? Psychology. Wow, okay. Well, I wish you the best. And uh, it sounds like a, an interesting school out of Missouri. <laughs> yes. All right, Have a, I hope you enjoy it. Well, Lauren, you chose a novel that you'd read with Mrs. Cosme in American Literature. What made you choose a work you'd already studied? Um, I chose The Scarlet Letter because while reading it for the first time with Miss Cosme, I saw so much potential in between the lines that could be brought out. There was so much to dissect and every word and phrase was saying more than what you could just read. I thought, it could, um, I thought if I could just find a common theme in all of these things that I was finding, um, then I could easily extract a claim from it. And I also saw potential in the characters and what intrigued me the most about them is that I couldn't quite figure them out. I couldn't figure out their motives or their logic, and I wanted the opportunity to spend more time with them. And I wanted more time with the book to find the answers that I was missing. Okay. And so was it a fulfilling experience for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found a lot, of, a lot of answers, and the more I read, the more I understood them and their reasoning. And I found that, um, you know, a lot of their reasoning, it wasn't really logic. A lot of it, they were led by their passion instead of fully thinking out what they were doing. Okay, well, thank you so much, Lauren. Finally, we have Raylan Rogish with us today. Hi, Raylan. Hi, Mr. Johnson. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now, you chose a novel you'd never read before. What made you choose O'Connor's The Violent Bear It Away? We had read two of O'Connor's short stories um, in American literature. We read a Good Man is Hard to Find, and The Life You Save May Be Your Own. And I was really intrigued by Southern Gothic because I'd never heard of that before, and I thought it was interesting. And reading more into O'Connor's background, a lot of times we look at authors like Shakespeare or Hemingway or some of these other famous authors as like higher up and almost like superior people. And O'Connor, I feel like, is more relatable because she's from savannah so she's practically local um and her like christian upbringing i feel is similar to my own so i felt like i could relate a little bit more and it was more like it felt like she was a real person instead of like you know shakespeare or these other authors um and so i read through most of her short stories and ended up deciding on the violent buried away because that was her first novel and the first chapter of that novel was published originally as a short story, which is one of the ones that I had already read and was interested in. Wow, okay, and I was so impressed with your your thesis, your defense of it, and all three of you. Now, Raylan, I didn't ask you where you're going to college. Where are you going? Uh, Florida State University at their Panama City campus. Go Knowles. That's my uh, alma mater, so um, I hope you have a great time there. So it's a smaller campus at Panama City Beach. And so, uh, yeah, I wish you the best there. And what, what is your major? Uh, currently, crime scene investigation or forensic science or something like that. All right. I hope I never run into you professionally. <laughs> let's, let's keep that 
So we're there. Okay. Hey, I have uh, I'll have some general questions for each of you. You can um, whoever wants they can they can chime in. But what was the most difficult part of this process? For me, the most difficult part was choosing a thesis statement. I had a lot of conflicting ideas and a really hard time focusing on one. So I kept choosing the wrong ones. And Miss Cosme, my mentor, had to redirect me a few times. And I learned that it was best to start big with just like general themes that I found throughout the book and then look at it and look at all the different things that the book says about those themes and turn them into claims and from there just kind of weigh the options and decide which ones but some of them just don't work out <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you had to kind of weed through and, and I know it's quite a process and I know Ms. Castillo you were helping a lot of scholars with that that process of getting to getting to that defining thesis statement that you can defend and so, thank you, Lauren. Uh, in, in what way, here's another question for you, you ladies. In what ways was the defense of your thesis a rewarding experience? Um, I felt vulnerable at first, opening up my thesis to questions, but it was actually really neat because it was an opportunity to share something with others that I had been working on for months. I loved getting to hear what stuck out to other people when they read my thesis, and what questions they had thought of that I didn't. It forced me to use all of the things that I observed in the book to defend my ideas, and that's when the thesis paper really felt like my project. Okay, well thank you, Megan. And if anyone else has anything to add to that, that's, well, I will go ahead and ask you, um, Raylan, put you on the spot here. What did you find rewarding about it? I enjoyed being able to talk about my ideas because writing the paper, since you're trying to support your thesis statement, there might be certain pieces of evidence or certain things that occurred to you that you didn't get to include in the paper. But since the defense is more of a discussion, you get to talk about those things and you can make points that you didn't get to make in your paper. Or if you have a point that you made that you really liked, you get to emphasize that point and talk about it in more depth than you do in the actual paper itself. Okay, Lauren, did you have a similar experience? Did you find it, find it rewarding, especially when you had to defend it? Yeah, I really liked that, like, for the most part throughout the writing process, it's kind of something that you keep to yourself, like, between you, your mentor, and Miss Castile. So, um, there wasn't, like, you didn't really get the chance to talk to very many people about it. So, having an actual conversation and getting to talk about your ideas for the first time is really, it's really fun, especially with, you know, the teachers here are good at, presenting very intelligent and um, difficult questions that make you, you know, question what you've written and actually have to think about it, which I really enjoyed. Okay, thank you. Hey, last question, ladies. What advice do you have for scholars embarking on this journey? Stay on top of your deadlines and don't procrastinate because it's a lot of work, and if you miss deadlines, then... Even though you will get a zero on the assignment, you still have to do it, and it ends up just being more work than you need. So just keep track of the deadlines and do the things with enough time to be able to go over it and don't do it the night before because a lot of people did that. I did that, and it's not fun. Um, and picking the book, pick a book that you think you might be interested in, but try not to pick one that you've already read, because I feel like picking a book you've already read, you have these ideas already going into it, or you have ideas from lectures that you've had in class, but something you read in class, and they might not be your ideas, 
So pick a book that you can go into and formulate your own thoughts and your own opinions on the book so that your paper is entirely your own work. All right, great advice. And really, uh, this is great input from all three of you. Thank you so much. So thank you. I'm so proud of each of you and excited to see what the future has in store for you at Florida State, Cuddy College in Missouri, and Liberty University. Thank you, all three. We're just so excited for our seniors. We have so many fun things planned here. Well, when I say fun, it's the end of the line. You guys are, uh, are really on a roller coaster here heading down with baccalaureate, awards night, uh, uh, graduation commencement exercise on May 20th, culminating event. So excited for all three of you and your entire class. It's fun stuff. Now, uh, Mrs. Castile, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I just want to say I'm really proud of all these seniors and all the work that they put into this. Um, it, it's a difficult process, but I think joy comes from completion of a difficult task. And so I feel great joy as well because this was a difficult task for me too, <laughs> teaching it for the first time. But it has been, it's been amazing in the end. It was, it was totally worth it. Yeah, I agree. There's so many object lessons with this too. They can do difficult things. You know, they, number one, they can do difficult things, and this is only the beginning. You're going to college, and you'll be challenged, and, and you'll, but you know you can do difficult things. And Ms. Castile, I cannot, Ms. Castile, I cannot thank you enough for the time and effort you've put into this. I know it was many long hours and nights, and your car was one of the last ones out of the parking lot. I could see that, and just really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, ladies, thank you for joining us for this broadcast. This wraps up our podcast for today. If you would like to learn more about St. John's Classical Academy or classical education in general, visit us at our website, stjca.org. You will also find enrollment information. Thank you for joining us today.